Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 149 of What the Dice. This week, I'm going to be doing a random listener shout-out. This one comes from Good Pods. Jack, over at Good Pods, I want to thank you for listening and tuning in to our show. If you want your own random listener shout-out, follow us on Twitter, Join our Discord or join us over on Good Pods. And if you're on Good Pods, go ahead and give us a rating and a comment. We would absolutely love to be able to reply to you, and we will when we see it. Other than that, that's all I got. I'm going to shut up and let you get on with this week's episode. I'm Dan the GM. This is What the Dice. And you, my friends, are amazing. Enjoy this week's episode. We sit on the beachside and we watch as the sails of these massive boats slowly disappears over the horizon line. We watch as the sun is slowly setting and the storyteller has started a campfire for the night. He looks at us and gives us a smile. Well, 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 me friends, it seems as if our adventurers have found themselves in a manner with fey most foul. Kazmar giving them the mission to remove the Fey and their queen from his home, and in the process, get rid of the crystals that give them a foothold there. Well, I can't say for certain, but I do know that Fey are mischievous creatures and destructive when they want to be. Makes you wonder what corrupted Fey are able to do. The adventurers have already dealt with one set and did very well. Well, sit back, relax, and hear me tell. In the last episode, the adventurers finally got to Kazmar's manor? Tiny manor. Small manor whatever he called it, and got the first taste of dealing with this corrupted Fey. After several shots to the face, one goes down, and then the team happily dispatches the rest. But not without getting magic missiled, screamed at, and rocks thrown at them. It's almost like they didn't want us there. Yeah, almost. We come back with the adventurers, with you guys standing just at the threshold with the Faith blowing away in the wind. Um, were they supposed to do that when you just shoot one or two? With uh, Kalila's knowledge of nature and hunting and blah 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 and you know we used to fade do when fade die do they normally poof like that roll a nature check nature check i gotta do math rolling up knowledge nature 30. no no they do not 
No, no, they don't normally poof into ash like that. That is not normal. There's typically a body, just like everything else in this world when it dies. Then maybe they're not of this world. Yeah, I'm going to say corruption. I was just being silly, but I mean, corruption sounds a lot more legitimate. Okay, so with another knowledge, either on the same role or the another nature role, would she know that Faye normally attack in packs like that, like in threes? Um, or are they more like solo? Was that kind of, for Faye, corrupted or not, was that normal? Um, it's more of Faye are, they tend to be more hidey hide, uh, avoid what they can, um, that kind of stuff. They, they are more like hide and mess with targets. Like if they don't want you in their area, they're going to do things like, um, confusion, fear, scare you away or do like spells that make you laugh uncontrollably until you get away from them. Okay, so not this was not a normal Fey attack. No. She goes, as far as I'm aware with Fey, they don't normally just boldly charge you and quite literally get in your face. They typically hide in the the trees, the bushes, and do things to persuade you to go away without direct confrontation. So it's definitely safe to say that these are not normal acting fae, and they don't normally turn to poof dusty things. And so nothing makes sense as usual. Correct. Right. Well, while we're standing here and they're not throwing stuff, screaming at us or stabbing us, he's going to reload his rifle. Yep. Kalilo will keep a quick eye out while he does. And then once it is reloaded, go front doors right there and look around to make sure there's no other fake between here and the door. One moment. He's going to take out that tester silencer and attach it to his rifle. Oh, nice. How many? Didn't you say you have a limited amount of shots for that? I do, but the more data I gather when they're using it, the better I can refine it later. All right, sounds good. Kalila is going to keep her grav bow active. Because uh, I think it lasts for so long, and she's predicting more combat, so. Hey, Kalila. Hmm. Do you imagine if I could do that thing with you do with your bow with my gun? I wish we could. Are you guys pushing forward? Kalila's gonna go first because she's, she feels she is the stealthiest. Yugenin, Yugen are offended by this. <laughs> How do you know the fabulous isn't stealthy, man? I'm not yeah. saying that you're not. I just said I felt Kalila is the stealthiest. Sounds like a stealth off. We can do a stealth off if you want to stealth with me. Ah, uh, you're fine. Okay. Are you stealthier than a spider? I, according to my character sheets, I am. I don't believe it. Anyway, as you guys step forward and you step down on the stone, the walking stones that are in the pathway, you see sconces in the front of the door light up. You also see sconces around what you see as a horse stable. Off to the east, you see a couple of the sconces light up, and you see the stones give off a a warm but dull light. 
And then you all hear the sound of a howl that seems to come from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. As I need a perception check from everyone. Ooh, hellhound maybe. Not 20. And Fibulous? 34. You both happen to just look to the west as five red portals seem to rip open time and space and you see these massive hounds jump through. Each one, their eyes glowing a different hue of fire and the ground underneath them just seems to cook away. And they are slowly moving towards you, growling. Kalila goes, that would be one of, those would be the hellhounds as she gets the bones out. Okay, I now understand why they are called hellhounds and absolutely no. <laughs> she'll pull out the bones and hand to Fibulous a couple and I know there's five, but she'll try and hold as many as she can and be like, who wants a bone? The one with the widest eyes cocks its head to the side. She goes, your master sent us. We're friends. Have a bone as she tosses it towards him. Like a nice, delicate underhand toss, not a hit you in the face toss. As it, as you throw it, it seems to burst into flames, flying up, grabbing the bone, and then just disappearing into a portal. The other ones look at each other and start to move towards you mildly less aggressively, but still pretty aggressively. She will go, and the next one's for you, tossing it a bone. It disappears into a poof of flames. Hey, uh, play me puppy thing. Here, have a bone. Yeah. As you finish throwing off the bones, they all disappear into their their color of flamey bits. And you watch back to where they came in, and you notice that the grass is fully healed again. Now, yeah, you don't want to fight hellhounds. I'm not like as nature inclined as you, but shouldn't demonic things kill the nature, not repair the nature? Whole kind of thing of it's the owner's property, so they're obedient to him, so the effect doesn't stay. If the puppies probably left the manor area and was in town, it would probably be a permanent effect, but because they're loyal to him it, it, it's a weird soul bondy thing yeah but i'm more talking about the grass is green there and healthy is the rest of the grass all still blackened or is it matching the rest of, does the grass look healthy give me a perception check 35 with a 35 you look around and you start to notice that there are spots around the grass that are about the size of the hellhound's paws you can see where they were running or where they were standing, where there are just spots of fresh green grass. And as someone who lives around nature, you realize that sometimes wildfires are necessary to help a forest regrow. It seems as if this particular species of hellhound burns things to the point of where it turns back into a nutrient. Interesting. I wonder if fire is going to be more effective against the Fey here, or if that's just an effect of the Hellhounds. Hmm. So, how does this work? Um, because you know, you know how sometimes 
they say forest fires are good for the forest because it like replenishes nutrients and yada yada? I've heard that, yes. Same kind of concept, except the hellhounds are burning it back to a purity state? Batter fire is just useful against this darkness stuff. So you're saying I should set things on fire? We could test it in a small amount, but we don't want to burn down the manor. The vampire does want to come back here. Ah, fair. But, um, good to know. She goes, the only way we could attempt it is to, I don't know, set a small little area on fire and see if it purifies the grass. Maybe the Fae will be uh, weak against fire. The Phibius will take out some of his old powder from his blunderbuss. Spread a little on the gr the corrupted gra grass and light it real quick. As you light it, a paw steps down, putting it out, and there is a hellhound inches from your face, staring at you. Not aggressively, just staring at you. Um, hi, puppy? It kind of flicks its paw, casting the uh, black powder to the wind, and just walks off and then disappears into a b ring of flame and disappears from sight. Kalila's going to sit there and go, I think he's trying to tell us that it is the effect of him and his abilities and not necessarily the effect of fire. Probably doesn't want us to set the manor on fire. Oh, probably not. Shall we head inside? Yeah, might as well before more of those fate pick themselves back up and put themselves back together again. Don't. I don't think they're going to put themselves back together again that quickly. As you guys get up to the door, it is locked, as you would expect a manor door to be. You notice that the wood is a hewned mahogany, and it is clearly decorated for what a vampire would have as decoration. You see the iron and a, the knocker being held by a skull of some kind. Who had the key, Defibulus or me? Uh, you did. She'll take out the key and open the door. As you unlock the door and it slowly creaks open, you can peer into this massive great hall and you can see little sconces that are lighting up as you enter. Gotta love that effect. Instantaneous lighting. Why doesn't our house do this? I don't know. Maybe we can look into it. She goes, now, do you think those giant crystal things that we're supposed to attack are going to be on the inside or the outside of this place? Hmm. I'm guessing probably inside, because if you don't want them broken, why would you leave them outside? That is true. Although we said something about needing to take physical damage. I'm wondering if your gun will be able to produce enough damage to it. If not, we still... Oh, wait, he said not to blow the place up. Never mind. Well, maybe a little explosion? I was thinking C4. That's a big explosion, but I was thinking that too. All right, let's find these crystals. All right, we'll proceed cautiously, because you never know when a fae is going to come bolting down a hallway. As you guys proceed or walk in, are you guys sneaking? Yeah. Say yes. I need stealth rolls. 31. 42. 
<laughs> I'm all proud of my number 42. Fine, I'm just gonna throw myself out here. As you move along, you see shadows of Fae, and you'll stop, and they'll buzz around and then disappear again down a hallway or up towards the roof or through a door that you have slowly passed. And you have found yourself in this foyer. In this giant circled room, you see two other doors and then one door that is cracked open, which you would know leads into a great hall. There are different pictures that adorn the walls. One is Kazimar, except he is younger. His hair is slicked back and he's wearing all black with a black cloak. Daggers of flames in his hands and this wicked, wily smile. Coin pouch is clearly full to the brim. You see a smaller human in his hands or a mace and a small shield. He's wearing armor of a cleric. Then you see a tall half-orc. He is large and intimidating. In On his body you see these long flowing robes of blacks and dark reds and next to him a skeleton that seems to be holding a tray of strange liquids. And then the last picture is torn and ripped off the frame as if someone has found a way to forget or wants to forget that this person was ever in existence. Okay. The two locked doors head to the east and head to the west. All right. So the two doors left and right of us are locked. Correct. All right. So option is obviously straightforward or do we come back since they're locked and investigate them or do them now? Well, um, I thought we had stuff for opening locks. We do. And would the key work on these locks? We can try the main key and see if it works. Might be nice and convenient, one key to fit them all. He did tell you that that is the master key to his house. Oh, okay. It is the master key, so it should work on the doors, but they're conveniently locked, meaning the Fae can't come through here either. Unless they can unlock it. And yeah, that is true. Or fey magic and just teleport or something. Actually, are there key? Is there like an actual like old-fashioned keyhole that can be peeped through? Yes, these are the traditional like you can see through these peepholes. You look through one, and I'll look through the other. Just watch your eyes. Someone might try to stab you. Got it. Fabius will put his goggles down in front of his eyes. Perception check. 38. With a 38, as you peer in, you can see two fey, and they are on a beautiful black grand piano, and they are just jumping up and down on the keys, making this disdained, annoying king, 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 king. And it is just a constant, like, jumping up and down. 
Wow, we don't hear that through the door. I, this guy's got some serious soundproofing. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. Kalilo, what did you 38. Roll? With a 38, you peer in and you can see light coming from a room just a little bit past the entranceway. And you can see shadows of Faye moving back and forth. And you hear the sound of dishes being thrown back and forth and the shattering of them upon hitting the stone ground. Can she get a guess on how many shadows? Three, five, ten? She sees clearly three shadows, but it sounds like there are multiple voices. But pixies tend to have a higher pitch tone, which might, with an echo, make it hard to identify tone to tone. All right, that's fair. She'll meet Defibulous back in the middle, so that way they can discuss in hushed, quiet tones. She goes, there's definitely at least three Fey, maybe more, on that, through that door, and it sounds like there's a kitchen? Dishes being broken, maybe? I've got two on my side, at least, and they're smashing on a piano, which, man, I want to know who, what his soundproofing is, because this is impressive. Yeah, seriously, if there's a piano being played. Oh, I wouldn't call what they're doing played. It's more being stomped on. Potato, potato. Shall we peer around the corner into the Great Hall? Yeah, let's be stealthy, though. Mm. Stealthing to peek. All right, so roll your stealth and then roll your perception. Stealthing. I got a nat 20 on my stealthy. <laughs> I got hot insanely high, too, but not a nat 20. 34 on perception. Stealth is a 43. Mm-hmm. And perception's a 33. As you guys peer in, you can see uh, probably about 30 Fey, and they are all sitting on the ground, weapons in hand, and towards the upper center, there is a larger Fey. She is a humanoid size, but looks Fey, and she is speaking in Sylvan, and it almost sounds like a cult meeting she is saying things like the time of the bones has arised and that we are the fae that have accepted the true path and things of that nature but she doesn't look like a normal fae she is like i said tall and humanoid all right she'll kalila will quietly back away from the door going good thing we didn't just walk in there I didn't think Faye were that big. Yeah, maybe that's the queen? Well, you deal with Faye things all the time, don't you? Yeah, what would Kalila know? Like, why is this one Faye bigger? You have no idea because this is not something that is normal. Because it's not normal for Faye. That's definitely Bone God, though. So maybe it was a enhanced? I don't know. Maybe the Bone God did something. Well, if it's the Bone Guards related, aren't we supposed to, aren't we obligated to do something about it? Yeah, we're going to have to probably kill most of the Fae in here. We could probably, if we timed it right, we'd get off two hits before we would have 30 Fae on us. Wait, how many did, did were in there? You counted about 30 Fae sitting and listening to whatever this 
creature is, Preach. She goes, now I... Hmm. I mean, we're, we're pretty badass, but I don't know if we can take 30 of them all at once. She goes, I have some new spells that might... Might help, but yeah, that would be a lot. But the good news is, is we kind of would have a, uh, pointing to the doorway, a choke point. But they are little, so... They're little, they scream, they shoot stuff, they throw stuff. Hmm. We can use Hugin's web to create the hole smaller on this side of the door, so we can, can control the flow a little bit. But since they fly... Hmm... I mean, I shoot well, but I, I mean, considering I, I shot one at point blank and it kind of shrugged it off and got angry. Yeah, they got some, they got some beef to them. I don't know how we're going to take 50 on at once. Um, although, what if we snuck around and see if we could find those crystals? Maybe it'll weaken them? But either way, we now know there's at least... My guess is 40 fey plus a big one in this whole I place. Say, I say find the crystals, deal with them, and it may be the, the commotion. Well, I'm amazed they didn't hear the shot, the gunshot. Oh, they have the silencer. Yeah, you do have the silencer, but also we were outside. I'm amazed the racket didn't draw them out anyway, but I say let's find the crystals first. All right. Let's, you only saw two, so uh, why don't we... Go off here to the left. Go through that door. The other one had more potential fey in it. We'll start the easy route. Sounds like an idea. All right. She'll use the key to quietly unlock the door and open it as best she can. I'm going to ready an action and try to keep an, an aim on about head level of one of them. Okay. As you insert the key and you start to turn it, there is a, a whispering that both you and Defibulus can hear. It, it's muffled as if someone had their hand over its mouth. And you hear the... Did you hear that? Yep, I heard that. Did you make it out? No, I could not make that out. Kalila's going to look around the room. Are you still holding the key? Yes. Okay. As you look around, you hear... Wait a minute. She'll lift her thumb up off the key. The eyes of the key is are glowing just faintly. A eerie blue light. Who are you? Kalila. Hmm. You have the master's key. So are you a friend of the master? Yes, we're here to clear the mansion of the Fey. What is my master's name? Kazimar. Hmm. You speak truth. It seems as if you have brought me back to this accursed place filled with evil and hatred. I'm sorry? Why would you be sorry? My master needs his home back and... I do not want to leave this place. Okay. Sorry, you came across as if you, you were back at this accursed place, like you didn't want to be here. Well, with the Fey about and destruction all about, it's hard to enjoy one's existence. I have a way to darken rooms, if you so deem it, or brighten them, if so. 
each time you unlock a door, you can let me know if you want the torches lit or doused. Well, typically, Faye can see in the dark. How well do uh, corrupted Faye, you think the light would blind them? I am not privy to that kind of knowledge. The look at Thibia is going, well, we can try one in this room and one in the other room and see which one's more effective. Well, my goggles... I, don't, I think his goggles help block bright light, don't they, Dan? Yes. Yeah, because they worked like with the welding torch. He was able to use yes. his goggles. Yes, they uh, dampen bright lights. Well, we could try bright light in this room, see if it blinds him, and then I can shoot him real quick. That sounds like a plan. She'll look at the skeleton key. Do you have a name, Key, or do I just call you Key? Names are mostly for the living. You may just revert to me as a key. All right, Key. We want you to brighten the room when we unlock it. As you wish. As the... As you turn the key and you can feel the tumblers click, you can see light starting to pour out from the cracks of the door. And as you open the door, it is like the sun itself is in here. Oof. It is bright. The Fae are scrambling and screaming as the, are, they are bouncing up and down on the piano trying to find darkness. And Defibulous. You're the only one that can see. Please give me a perception check. I can't see? Have you ever stared at the sun? Okay, I can't see. 38. With a 38, you are looking, and the light isn't just coming from the torches, but it's actually coming from other spots that you would have, like the sconces and the candelabra are all producing this immense amount of light. And they are at a heavy disadvantage. What would you like to do? Well, uh, may I use my ready action and shoot one in the head? You may. 40 even. That is a hit. And is it a, considered a sneak attack since they did not know I was there? Yep. Uh, even 40. That Faye has been quite handily injured. Hmm. It looks like it is bleeding pretty badly. Now, do you get a second attack, Defibulous? I should be able to attack, yeah, one more time if the sneak attack didn't take all the take all of it. I did crit on this one. <laughs> I do the the weapon crit damage before I bother with the sneak attack damage, correct? Correct. Okay, just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Ninety-one damage in a second. Okay, I am going to allow the extra damage from that shot to pierce the first one which you have killed and stab into the second one. Oh damn. So you have completely handily destroyed one fey and the other one takes the bullet as well. We are now going into initiative. Initiative. Kalila, you are at disadvantage for your initiative. Okay, so roll twice keep the lower. Correct. I has a 20. I have a 14. Okay. Top of round, Defibulous. He will shoot the little guy that's still standing there. Still buzzing okay. around screaming. Mm-hmm. 35. 
does your weapon do more than nine points of damage? Yes. Like, at a minimum. I roll one. Uh, yes. Describe your kill. Fibius will take aim for his neck and make sure the round goes to his neck so he doesn't make any no a bunch more noises. As the last bit of the strange black ash fades away, the candelabras and torches and light sources begin to fade and come down to a very comfortable level as you step in fully the door slowly closes and clicks behind you the key rings out the to ensure you are not to be followed i will lock and secure doors behind you thanks key all you will have to do is touch them and they will open up for you as long as i am in your possession and you've already unlocked them once good to know thank you in this room, it is Defibulous would recognize it as a music room. You see the ornate piano that has now got some blackened powder from the shots. There are smaller instruments like a harp and a violin, as well as bookcases with different musical papers on them. What would you guys like to do? Well, if there's no big black crystals in here. No. They're looking for crystals, not really trying to loot the manor of the guy that's going to, that they're doing the job for. So, but she will look out one of the two of the windows, see if she sees any black crystals on the outside of the manor, just in case, like, you know, since they didn't walk around it. No, you see a massive expanse of trees and a well-maintained garden, like a yard. Any fey outside doing fey things? It looks like there are some, but every time fey appears, you see the hellhounds literally come from nowhere, swipe at them, and then disappear as they fey are turned to ash. Good puppies. It looks like most of the fey have decided to bunker down inside the manor to protect themselves. All right. Just well... Puppy's gonna do what a puppy's gonna do. A minute. Hmm. Mm, although they do burn everything they step on, I was like, shouldn't we just let the dogs in? We might be able to go and get the dogs to help when we go to attack the main room. But I also go wonder outside. would they set the place on fire, though, because their paws are kind of burning. I doubt it. I don't know how hellhounds work, sorry. She goes, well... Considering the ground is restored, like I said, they're not going to damage their owner's property. So I doubt they'd come in. They either won't come in or they won't damage it. But it never hurts to ask. Hey, Mr. Key, do you know that that works? That is beyond the scope of my knowledge. Got it. She'll go and peek through the keyhole if there's a keyhole over here. You peek through the... Well, there's no door there, but there's a door kind of just north of that mm -hmm. which leads into the great hall which as you peer in you still see the strange occult meeting going on is the door closed or open it it is closed and locked okay fantastic she will cautiously proceed down listening for fey giggles or destruction i actually need a perception check from kalila 33 Kalila, as you're moving around, you just happen to catch 
Hugin in the corner of your eye, and you notice that he is kind of twitching as you get close to the door to the east. It is locked, and you can, when you place your hand on it, you feel a strange pulsing vibration, and you can feel darkness around you, and you can hear the strange wailing of something extra planar and dark. She can get Hugin to tell her what it is. He doesn't know. He just knows that it is a strange vibration he's never felt before. Something that triggers the most primal fear in a creature. Settle Hugin down. She goes, all right, you stay here in the hallway, boy. Are you opening the door with the key? It is locked. She'll tell Defibulous. She goes, hey, there's something weird that's spooking Hugin really badly in this room. It's either some kind of creature or maybe one of the crystals. Why don't you take aim and I'll get the door open? Okay. As you place the key into the lock and the tumblers begin to twist, the door creeps slowly open and the sound of screaming and wailing and primal fear echoes through your heads this is where we end this week's episode well 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 they have found the thirst of the crystals pulling energy from an unknown place the fear of a primal creature screams from tortured souls and a fey that's not quite as fey as one might think it seems as if these strange corrupted fey have a fear of hellhounds but it seems as if the walls provide safety well, now with the adventurers inside the manor, it is only a matter of time before the Fae are driven out and order is once again restored. Well, my friends, that is all the time we have for tonight. For the moon is high, and it is time to say farewell. As always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roar. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course, email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 